For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty on SENSA. The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. And a very good evening and welcome to the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey on this Monday here in Adelaide. And, uh, well, what can I say except it was another big weekend of football and enjoying me and to talk all about it and to dissect everything about the game. Is the former Adelaide United skipper Travis Dodd? Travis, uh, Dom, Merry, I was, I was Merry no Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas. New Year! Yep, yep. I know all of that. Yep. Uh, I was no good at science and biology, but I'll still give it a give it a shot about trying to pull apart some of the controversies yet again that we've seen in world football. We've seen a lot, and it always happens. That's what we love about this game. That's why it's the biggest game on planet Earth, is because there's so much controversy and so many things to talk about. But before we go there. Before you uh, talk about that, Trav, let me just uh, remind our listeners that you can uh, become involved whenever you like. If you'd like to give us a call, we got the uh, Milk Bar open line number, and that's 1300 736 736. 1300 736 736. Or you can text us if you like, if you're a little bit embarrassed, because I know, you know, Trav's a big name around the traps. Well, thank you. No, he's not. Just, thank you. I just thought I'd say that because <laughs> <laughs> he might be embarrassed. Just want to even talk to him. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. And as usual, uh, Travo, we've got goodies to give away. Love uh, the goodies. Yeah, we have tickets to the next uh, W League match. Adelaide United playing this Friday night at Marden against Perth Glory. It's the bottom of the table clash. We're going to talk about the W League a little bit later. Things not great for the Adelaide United side in the women's league. Uh, also, uh, passes to the next Adelaide United home game, which is against, well, their rival, Melbourne Victory. That's the next. That's in three weeks' time. That's going to be a big one. Huge one for Adelaide United. Massive one. The biggest crowd they've had so far this season was the first time they played them. It's funny, they're playing Melbourne Victory and uh, the, for the second time, and they still haven't played the new team, uh, Western United. Western United, That's yeah. weird. It is. I don't, it's like I don't the AFL draw. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. does it, really? Yeah. And, of course, uh, thanks to our good friends at Milk Bar, we got a $50 voucher for the milk bar at um, 57 Flinders Street in the city, just for you to take part. And, uh, well, if you've got any questions, maybe you want to talk about the Adelaide United game. And I'm going to throw it to Trav right off the bat. Trav, what's happened to Adelaide United? They started off two losses, four in a row. Things are starting to look good. Are the wheels falling off? Are there problems there? And are they in jeopardy of not making the top six? Well, they've certainly, uh, they're lacking depth in that squad at the moment. Uh, Looking at the game uh, on the weekend, Particularly the first half, they should have gone in, uh, you know, well ahead. They should have put that game to bed, really, because Western Sydney were really, really poor. Uh, probably one of the fir- uh, the worst, I should say, displays of football that I've seen from an A-League team, which was Western Sydney. And uh, how how they weren't uh, down two or three at the break is beyond me. And that came back and bit them in the backside in the second half because the Wanderers came out and, and they were much, much better. Better. They were a lot more competitive uh, and scored a couple of great goals. Uh, amid all the, the controversy, uh, Adelaide United just didn't have the firepower off the bench. Uh, Lachlan Brook, Ryan Kiddo, uh, who did come on, uh, Vinny Lear on the bench. They just don't have that, that spark, that real match. To change winner. the game. Constantopoulos, yeah, they don't have, they don't have the, you know, the big name players to be able to come off and you know, make a difference. And that's the difference between the good teams and the, with all due respects, the teams that not, are not up there in the top two or three, that they do have players on the sideline. If things aren't going great, well, they can uh, look to the bench and uh, change the teams. I've got to say, they're also uh, uh, got to thank our sponsors, Trav. Nearly forgot that. that Hyundai, of course. Hurry, last chance to get Hyundai's irresistible seven-year warranty plus a $500 
FPOS card. You're going to be happy with that. And also, of course, Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, and of course it is holiday time, you're going on holidays uh, soon. I am. Yep. Cannot wait. Well, you can call Flight Centre. Uh, that's their travel centre expert on 131600. That's 131600. Um, getting back to Adelaide United, of course, they if they would have won, they would have been right up there in the mix there. But uh, because they uh, could have, would have, should have. Lost two in a row now. And, you know, they lost the week before. We mentioned it uh, last week against the bottom side, against the Mariners, uh, which was embarrassing enough. And then you come up against a side who hasn't won for seven weeks. And as you mentioned, that first half, Western Sydney was shocking. They were. How could they not have beaten Western Sydney's beyond me? Yeah, look, uh, Bubble would have been pulling what little hair he had out of his head head with that first half. It was just, uh, it was terrible. But I don't know. I don't know where to from here. And... It just gets worse, I think, for Adelaide United. Uh, Vabit came out in the press and said that there's no money for uh, spending in the transfer window come January. Toure's just been named in the Oli Roo squad. So, so they, they lose him soon. Um, Opseth's still injured. They're going to be relying potentially on you know, Lachlan Brook uh, you know, or George Blackwood. They're going to have to put George Blackwood uh, up top or Ben Halloran up top. Whichever way you cut it, it's going to be a restructure and uh, a rejig of what they've been used to previously, uh, that might give Vinny Lear the opportunity because I spoke about Vinny Lear last week and I think he can bring... He's still got a lot to offer. He's not getting a look in though, is he? Uh, not at all. Not even close. Mm. So, uh, don't know. He must have... What does that tell you? I mean, you've been a player. If you're not getting a look in when things the chips are down and you've got injuries and you're not getting a look in, it's telling you something, isn't it? Well, he's obviously not getting the coach a coffee in the morning <laughs> on his way into training. <laughs> so uh, that's what you did. <laughs> well, that's how I got uh, the captaincy. Yeah, fair you enough. You were in that meeting, weren't you? I was there, Travis yeah. gets the most coffee, so therefore he can be captain. Um, did, I didn't say that you did. But, yeah, obviously that uh, Vince Lear is not in his pay. He doesn't look at him as a player that can do the job for him in the midfield. But I agree with you. They, they need a little bit more experience, a cool head in there. Okay, he might not have the pace he used to have because he's getting up there, but... Wow, we're not giving him a go, but he's not giving him a go got at a, all. Got a lot of experience, yeah. uh, and that goes a long way in a team with a lot of younger players, yeah. uh, particularly with Dorigo in the middle of the midfield as well. Maybe he sees them as too similar and doesn't want to be playing them both in the same midfield together. The benefit that uh, the Adelaide United do have uh, is Riley McGree will be available at some stage, hopefully, uh, back from a knee injury. Because Does he make that bigger difference that they're losing games because of one player? It's not one player making the difference, but he will have an impact uh, for the better, most definitely, for Adelaide United. Uh, I think that'll allow Troisi to venture forward a bit more and just be a bit more creative in that midfield and allow McGree to do the grum work. Well, you mentioned Troisi. Word is, and only paper talk, and we know what paper talk's all about, that in the January transfer, he could be leaving. He could be looking for a contract crazy, overseas. So what happens there? <laughs> well, they're talking about him going to China, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Chase the bucks. Yeah. Do you blame him? No. No, I don't either. But you would hope, for Adelaide United's point of view, that they get money for him. Mm. Uh, to to let a player, he's he's quite an important player into the in the Adelaide United starting eleven. So to let somebody like that go for nothing would be absolutely crazy. Uh, and hopefully they've got a bit more business sense than that. Well, with Bruce Jitte at the helm, he's got that economics degree. So, you know, hopefully he... <laughs> has he got an economics degree? Yeah, he has. I'm really? pretty sure he has. Yeah. Wow. There okay. you go. There you go. I haven't seen him with a calculator in his hand. Uh, but but if Teresi does go, that'll free up some money for them to maybe get another player during the transfer window. Well, you'd want to hope that those negotiations are already in progress because you don't want to be scrambling towards the end of the transfer window. And look, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's going to be hard to get somebody of quality in 
unless you're paying for them. Yeah. Uh, unless you're getting a disgruntled, uh, you know, player from another club. I don't know who you would get uh, as a local. Maybe you've got to go the the foreign the foreign option. I don't know the the foreign quota off the top of my head. If you want to have your say, one three hundred three seven three six seven three six. That's a one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Our milk bar open line. They're open right now. Maybe you can give us your opinion. What's happened to the local team here in Adelaide? Adelaide United. Are the wheels starting to fall off? Or if you want to text us, oh four two seven one five four one double six. Trav. Um, how do you see Adelaide United? They've got two big games coming up. Uh, got Sydney FC away from home this weekend. And then the following weekend, it's Perth Glory away from home again. Wow, that's going to be a tough ask to even c- contemplate asking for at least a point against either of those teams. Yeah, you definitely want to batten down the hatches and, and make sure defensively you're sound because Sydney FC, who my favourite team to watch at the moment because I just love the the front four uh, and you know, we, one of our special guests tonight, uh, Ryan McGowan from Sydney FC. Uh, yep. Can't wait to speak to him. Uh, they, they're going to find it very difficult, I think, Adelaide United. Um, look, the, the positive is that they are scoring goals, uh, but I just think they need to work extra hard defensively to keep that focus. I mean, look, at the end of the day, they, they should have come out of that game with the Wanderers with a draw. Uh, George Blackwood missed that penalty at the death contentious penalty, I should say. Uh, I think you made comment during the game, Dom, that you thought somebody else would have taken it. Yeah. Uh, given that he'd scored the first one. I was a bit surprised that Troisi didn't take it myself. Well, uh, he was the obvious choice, isn't he? Yeah. Ben, but, but like you know, like you, as you know, if you're not confident, you're not going to take it, are you? No, you're not. But you would hope that a player of Troisi's experience... He scored the winner in an Asian Cup. <laughs> surely you've got, surely you're confident. He was nervous in front of his home crowd, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he, it was a strange he's one. He's got the monkey off the back. So, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, uh, Blackwood scored the first one. You expect him really to, to score the second one. Absolutely. Look, disappointing for Adelaide United, but you know, I got my tip correct. Yeah, well, you were pretty happy, actually, weren't you, that the Adelaide know, lost was, the game? It was a bit of Former sweet. captain who was happy that Adelaide was ha- because of your tip. I was happy I got my tip right. I wasn't happy that they lost. Unbelievable. I just shake my head. But I'll stay, I'll stay ahead of you. You so did mention right. that Ryan McGowan is, who will be coming on our program. Of course, he nowadays plays for Sydney FC, the Adelaide boy, and we'll have a chat to him because they'll be facing uh, Adelaide United uh, this weekend. We'll have a chat to him in around about uh, 20 minutes' time. But uh, in the meantime, if you want to have a chat to us, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and our text line is zero four two seven one five four one double six. We're here for Hyundai. Hurry, last chance to get Hyundai. It's irresistible. Seven-year warranty plus a five hundred dollar FPOS card. So you better be quick. And Flight Setters South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Setters travel expert on 131600. Now, we're going to go to a break, but after the break, uh, there was a bit of controversy during the Adelaide-West Sydney game, and, of course, that was the two v- penalties you, you mentioned, VARs. Uh, a lot of people always confuse. There was also an incident uh, where, um, uh, who was it, uh, Mitchell Duke uh, lashed out yep. uh, at one of the Adelaide players uh, at Halloran. Uh, we're going to find out from Chris Beath after the break and let him explain to us why he came up with the decision Chris he came Beath's up with. Chris Beath's got a lot of explaining to do. And you were giving him a big rap at the, uh, before the game, saying he's the best referee Can in the league. I believe that. Hey, I didn't believe you at all. So don't go away. We'll be back right after this. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, if you want to have a chat to us uh, with uh, Dom and Dodsey on the round ball, you can give us a call. It is 
is our Milk Bar number, and that is 1300 736 736. That's 1300 736 736. And of course, you can text us on 0427 154 166. We have goodies to give away. Uh, everyone that comes on to have a chat about whatever you'd like to talk about. We want to talk about the game last weekend. Uh, what is Adelaide? What is happening to Adelaide United? What is your view? What can they do better to start winning some games? We've got two tickets to the Melbourne Victory game. Uh, they play them uh, 17th of Jan. It's a Friday night at Coopers. And also a couple of tickets to this Friday night's game, the W League, Adelaide United, Perth Glory, and that $50 milk bar voucher. That's our goodies to give away. Don Renato, Travis Dodd here with you. And it's all thanks to Hyundai and Flight Centre South Australia. And I did mention, Trav, before the break that there was a little bit of controversy during the game uh, last... It was Friday night, wasn't it? I'm getting confused with all the holidays, but it was, it was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, firstly, the uh, uh, Halloran, who was... Uh, we thought he got kicked by um, uh, Mitchell Duke from uh, the Western Sydney Wanderers. And then there were the two VAR decisions, which resulted uh, was positive for Adelaide United. They both received penalties, of course. Uh, Chris Beath was a referee. This is his explanation. Trav, have a listen. Retaliation on Ben Halloran. You decided no further action was required. Just talk us through the steps that you went through. Yeah, sure. So for that one, as opposed to coming over to the screen, it was an incident that wasn't caught live. So we haven't seen the incident. So it goes to VAR to review as a missed incident and they determined that it wasn't uh, a red card challenge and I still haven't seen it myself yet. So because they don't deem it as a red card, they didn't send me over to the screen to take action. Okay, and let's uh, move forward to the two stoppage time penalties. You had yep. to obviously go to, go to the screen twice. Yes. Uh, first one a little bit uh, easier to decipher, I'd imagine, than the second. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So the first one, uh, I saw it. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't see the contact knee on knee. I just saw normal body contact, normal football contact, if you like. But uh, VAR asked me to have another look and, and came out with the penalty decision. The second one was the most contentious one. Uh, this handball rule seems to confuse everybody. Oh, Can you try and explain it? <laughs> In 30 seconds, sure. Yeah, so for that one, to give you our perspective, watching it live, I, I commentated to the VAR to say that the hands are on the body for me. And the VAR checked it and said that he can see one arm is on the body and the other arm is away from the body. So asked me to come and have a look. Came and had a look at the screen and I could see exactly what the VAR had said, that one arm is on the body and the arm that makes contact with the ball is away from the body. He's made himself unnaturally bigger, hence why we came out with the... Those are the key words, aren't they? Making yourself unnaturally bigger. Correct. The player's taken a risk. It's, it is a tricky one. It's a very difficult decision. But in our opinion, laws of the game state that he's made himself unnaturally bigger and he's taken a risk. Oh, well, there you go. That's uh, Chris Beath speaking it's to ridiculous. Simon Hill. I'm going to ask you, firstly, I'm going to say that it's great that a referee after the game can come out and... They need to do it more. I agree. Yeah, explain his decision. But what did you make of all of it? Look, the, the first one with Duke... Don't know how VAR is saying that it wasn't a red card. He's kicked out. He's, yeah. He has actually kicked out, made contact. That's a red card every day of the week. It's retaliation. Well, so, we saw Son from Tottenham do yeah. that a few weeks ago, and I'm, he got a red card yeah, for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking back as well. There's There was a bit of stuff on social media about Jason Hoffman from Newcastle Jets. He actually rolled over literally rolled over, accidentally made contact with a Sydney FC player and got sent off for that. And he has straightened his leg out. He's, he's kicked out and managed to stay on the park. The The first penalty uh, with Toure, I thought that was a penalty when I saw it live. Uh, and it's easy to be critical of a referee to say, how can you not see that? He he's said that he saw normal football contact, whatever that means, mm. I don't even know. But <laughs> at least they got that penalty right. The, the handball, this is, it is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot understand how you're jumping up. So 
his comment was, Georgievsky made himself unnaturally bigger. So natu- when you're jumping to block a ball, your arms should be folded across your chest. That's what he's that, saying. That's what that, he's, yeah, that's that what is meant. natural. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> no, well, it is, according to Chris Beath. But it's not, and though, the is VR, it? It's ridiculous. Who jumps with their arms no, across their chest? It, I mean, it's crazy. He's not, he's not, he hasn't got his eye on the ball. He's jumping to try and keep the ball from kicking him in the face. And I, I just don't know, Dom. They're turning um, that uh, handball rule into a grey area now, aren't they? That's a farce. And yeah. what I'm, what I do fear, uh, as a, as an assistant coach in the local here, local league in the NPL, is how the referees here are going to interpret that because. Well, they don't have VAR, so oh, what are they going to come wowzers. up with? See, it'll it's, be whatever they see, and that's yeah, it. So, yeah. yeah, it's a tough one there. But, but just, just quickly before we get off this uh, topic, um, the, uh, the kick out. What do you reckon that they saw that we didn't see when? Uh, Duke actually did kick out at Halloran. What did they see? We did that. We didn't see that it was okay. Well, what didn't they see that we did see? Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I don't know because kicked out. Yeah. I mean, they saw it on replay. I can't understand. Not it. deemed as a red card offence. At least they. I would have. I said at the time when we were calling the game, it should be at least a yellow, if not a red. But he got nothing, which I thought was weird. But then Toure for the penalty when he pushed the when he pushed. Uh, I think it was uh, Ziegler. Got a yellow oh, card yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. So, so, look, I don't know. I thought yeah. that was potentially a red card as well, to be honest. Yeah, strange one, but that's the game, and I guess that's uh, why we love it, because we keep talking about all these uh, decisions and we just can't make any sense of it. But if you've got an opinion and you'd like to think, tell us what you think, if you were at the game or saw it on TV or whatever, you can give us a call on our Milk Bar open line number. That's one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and we have got goodies to give away tickets to the Melbourne Victory Game, to the Perth Glory Game this Friday night, and also that $50 milk bar voucher. You're free to call any time. Give us a call if you want. Let's uh, go to the... Aussies abroad. Thank you. Thanks to Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, hey, don't go pointing at the machines, mate. Yep. The machines are state-of-the-art here. I reckon next... State-of-the-art. Benny, who sits over there, I'm going to get you to sit here the next next show and let you do it's it. It's all down to the okay. user, no, my oh, Yeah, okay. That's fine. That's fine, mummy. I want you to sit here. Make, it, make a deal? You're the professional, though. No, no, uh, uh, ah, is that a deal? Uh, 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 uh. You want to come and sit over here? Okay, done. Now, let's go. Not only is there a lot of action happening here in the A-League, but as always, the uh, the seasons are on in uh, some parts of the world because it's still a winter break. But in England, they never seem to stop there, Trav. they got more games. Not only do they have a rest, they got more games. Love it. Unbelievable. Uh, In the English Premier League, Aaron Moy and Matt Ryan, they played the full game. Uh, Of course, they play for uh, Brighton Hove Albion, and they lost 2-1 to my team, Tottenham Hotspur, which I did see that full game, Trav, and... They, well did, done. they did well, they um, did Brighton, but uh, Spurs, they really needed a victory. Uh, the fortunes were much better for Moy because he scored his very first goal in a 2-0 win over Bournemouth. I didn't see that one. Did you get to see that one at all there, Trevor? Uh, I saw, saw some highlights and saw the goal. Um, yeah. And a, from all reports, it was an absolute masterclass from, okay. from Aaron Moy. So... Great, he's doing he's, well, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he looked player. he looked good even against Spurs. He didn't look like he was the odd one out. He actually looked like one of the best players in that team. Yeah, you just wonder how how much he would be able to excel again to the next level if he was able to get a move to a to a bigger club mm. in the in the Premier League. Yeah, no, that's would a love good to point. see that happen. Well, I'm I'm sure he will because he's still what is he about 26, 27? Yep, is that about yeah? So yep. he's still in the age bracket. Now, of course, uh, Matty Ryan, who is a terrific goalkeeper, he kept a clean sheet in that game. Now in Scotland, Martin Boyle, it's good to see him back on the park. Uh, because, of course, he represented the Socceroos, but uh, he was at the double again with uh, Hibbs, sinking uh, Oli Bozanich's uh, hearts 
And that was um, the guy that we're going to be talking to, uh, Ryan McGowan's old team. What stomping yeah. ground? The yeah. old stomping ground. Yeah, uh, they won away from home. Bazanich played the second half. Bazanich, and of course his father. I don't know if you know this, but you remember his uh, father, Vic Bazanich. You, you must. You're too no. young, but actually played against him. He was a very, very good player. Is that is that when you were playing in the the T Rex Cup? The what? The Tyrannosaurus Rex Cup. So you got no respect for you got no respect for players before you, have you? No respect whatsoever. Absolutely, eh? absolutely. Alex that, Tobin. No, 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 you don't. No, this was even before that. <laughs> it was even before that. But I can tell you that Vic Bazanich, who actually has played for Polonia with John Cosmina. They're in the same side, but he was a very good player. Is he but, old or younger than you? Oh, about the same age, very young. A bit younger. And, uh, uh, of course, that's his son, uh, Oli Bazanich. So, well done. It's good to see him well. What have you got uh, at overseas air trip? Anything uh, that you Tommy, like? Tommy about? Rogic, uh, again. Didn't not, play. Not used again uh, for Celtic. Saw and that last night, they're, actually. They're saying that he could, yeah, big game against the uh, Rangers, going down to Rangers. At home. At home. Uh, first time in nine years or something like that. So, uh, huge. And I think the Rangers... Uh, Players were copping a bit of grief for celebrating like they've won the I league. Uh, but Tommy Rogic, clearly out of favour there. Yeah. Is it time for him to go? I think it is. He needs to move on. Because he was getting a regular regular starting time for a while there. But all of a sudden, I think maybe since he came back from the last Socceroo camp, I don't reckon he's been getting much game time. So, yeah, I think he's too good a player to be hanging around and not getting game time. So I think you're right. It's time for him maybe to look for another club. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's happening as we speak. Well, Arzani, uh, you were going to mention Arzani. Arzani, almost back from uh, from injury. So it'll be great to, to have him back uh, with the, the Socceroos campaigns and uh, games coming up. The, what a shame, at, though, isn't what happened to him. Well, it was, but I mean... Uh, First this, game for Celtic, came on and does his ACL. Well, well, well let's hope he comes wow. back uh, bigger and better yeah. uh, this time round. So. And you've done that to yourself too, haven't you, the ACL? Well, not, I've done not it a good twice. Thing. I've done it twice, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's one of those things, and, and I mean, uh, why does it happen so often though? Like a, a lot of ACLs now. Back in the T Rex days, as you called it, didn't happen that often. Why is it happening more often nowadays? I think we're a bit more dynamic. No, I think it's soft. <laughs> That's what I reckon. It's a bit more dynamic around the pitch, seas. you know, quicker, sharper. Nah, yeah, yeah. Game sharper. Developed. You just yeah, fell strength, over and it happened. Strength <laughs> and conditioning. You know, you just. No, Daniel more... Mullen put in a tackle on you and you were history. Well, I, put, I actually put a tackle on Daniel Mullen and injured myself. So oh, goodness gracious shocker. me. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of things happening around the uh, the world of football. And, uh, yeah, the Rangers-Celtic um, game, that is one of the uh, derbies, really, of around the world. We have many around the world, but in Scotland, and that's one of the big ones, really. The atmosphere in, uh, in that place at Celtic Park was just unbelievable. It was so loud. And it means so much to either side, whoever actually wins that game or lose that game. They just get bragging rights for a while, don't they? Well, particularly with Rangers who found themselves relegated and had to, to work their way back, um, you know, come back from the brink with Steven Gerrard there now. Uh, certainly saw him after the game. Was getting, it was like he was a player again, yeah. celebrating like he was a player again. But uh, yeah, he was I guess, pretty passionate, wasn't he? I guess that's what it means uh, at that level and uh, to be in that atmosphere when I guess you're up against it and against your arch enemy. Yeah. That's what it means to, to win games over Certainly there. Certainly does. Yeah, it was good to see a lot of passion out there. That's our Aussies Abroad segment. Thanks to Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. And, of course, Hyundai get Hyundai's irresistible seven-year warranty, and it's your last chance. And you can give us a call anytime you like on our Milk Bar open line, 1300 736 736. Uh, we're here through until uh, 6.30 uh, Adelaide time. And we've got some goodies to give away, so we'd love to hear from you. We'll be back right after this break. You're listening to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodds. 
On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai seven-year warranty. Yes, uh, give us a call on the Milk Bar open line anytime you like, one 736 I should say, 736. And, of course, our text is 0427-154-166. The round ball with uh, Dom and Dodsey. And we've got some goodies to give away. You can give us a call at any time so we can give you those. SA Power Networks, SA Power Networks, empowering women's football in uh, South Australia. We'll be talking about the W League shortly. Of course, Fight Centre South Australia and also uh, Hyundai. And uh, Trav, of course, uh, this weekend it's going to be enough another tough one uh, for Adelaide United. They'll be looking to turn their fortunes around after two losses in a row. One guy, going to be tough. One guy who's going to be trying to stop them. He'll be doing his very best. He's a former South Australian, and that is Ryan McGowan, and he joins us now. Ryan, thanks for joining us tonight on the round ball. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. Mate, well done uh, yesterday. Oh, you got out of jail with well, that one, didn't you? Playing for, what, nearly an hour with 10 men, and you turned it around against, uh, well, Melbourne City. It was a pretty good vi- a pretty good win, a gutsy one. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, like you said, it was pretty... Ryan Grant put us in a tricky position getting sent off um, so early, and we're already a goal down, but, um, you know, when we've got a front four that we do have and, you know, the players that we have at the club, we always feel that we are going to create chances and, um, yeah, it was just more of a more of a case of the back four and midfielders maybe being a bit more defensive than we have been this season and, and digging in and, like you said, it was a great result for us and um, it was a real statement to the rest of the league that, um, you know, we can kind of do both sides of the games. We we can win quite comfortably like we have, you know, against Brisbane Raw, but if we need to dig deep, we can um, dig deep too, which is, you know, a great sign of a good team. Well, that's for sure. I mean, looking from the outside, it's like, oh, who's going to beat Sydney FC? They're, they're, so there's obviously a lot of uh, belief in your side and, and you've got that winning mentality. The more games you win, the, the, I guess you'd start feeling like you're you're un, unbeatable, really. Yeah, you know, I think even at halftime, it was um, quite a relaxed dressing room Um Considering we had just missed the penalty, we were just quietly confident that um, you know if we defended how we've been training and, and exactly how the the boss wants us to defend it, we'll you know limit their chances. And on the plus side, we've got the players that you know if we do have an opportunity, they will score or you know uh, very, we're very confident they will score. And we have the players in midfield to create chances for those players. So it was um, yeah, it was a little bit of backs against the wall. We had to ride our luck a little bit, but I thought we dealt with. Um, everything City had, and um, you know, were quite dangerous in the in the second half, and even um, you know, we spoke about half time, just trying to keep possession, even if it's for five ten minutes, just to get them to to run around for a little bit. And um, yeah, I think the game plan second half went perfectly. Watching that game, you wouldn't you wouldn't know watching it that Sydney FC were down to ten men. Now you've spent time in the UK and Asia as well. Back in Australia, is this is this one of the the best teams that you've played with? Yeah, I think so. I think just the you know the, the caliber of players that we have, um, the structure. You know, we've um, recruited well. The club's recruited really well in the summer in terms of bringing in players that not only know the league but have done well in the league. Um, you know, look at Costa's goal last night. He's kind of been doing that in the A League for the last five six years, and and we don't run the risk of you know allowing our foreigners. Um, you know, that six-month breaking-in period, you know, they're getting used to the league or they're getting used to different teams. Everyone that we've kind of brought in is is either, um, you know, got good experience in the league and can add something to the team. And, um, yeah, we've just got a really good 
um, depth of squad as well. We brought Caceres on, who's probably not started as many games as he can, but I think he's seen in the second half that you know he's a player that would you know quite comfortably most other A League clubs would want. And um, yeah, it's just a, a really good structure, a really good place to play football, and um, really enjoying my time. Yeah, Anthony Caceres, you're right. He, he could walk into a lot of teams uh, without a doubt, but. When you're at a club like Sydney FC playing the way that you are, uh, as you've mentioned before in previous in, uh, interviews, it's about winning trophies. Now, with your brother, Dylan, uh, I understand that you guys uh, live in the same building. How's that, how's that been giving him a bit of, <laughs> bit of stick uh, over the last few weeks when the, with the results they've been getting? Yeah, it wasn't too good after the derby when we, when we got beat. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's quietened down a little bit since then, but... Um, yeah, you know, for for us outside the pitch, it's been really good. Um, you know, we've lived in Scotland together for a few years, but then, um, you know, last probably five or six years, we've been here and everywhere. So it's, um, off the field, it's quite good that, you know, we are so close and uh, we do get to catch up a lot. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I think the league's really tight. It's, it's, well, obviously, we're a little bit ahead, but, you know, the rest of the the teams is is very difficult and if any team can get a run of you know two or three wins I think you just need to look at Perth Glory um you know they're down at the bottom I think they've won the last three and you know they rock it straight up so um you know for neutrals watching all the games um you know I've really enjoyed it being back and, and watching Dylan at Western Sydney and and just watching everyone that you know your football friends that you've got over the years and, and watching how they play and um, yeah, I think Day League's doing really well this season. What's it like playing against your brother? I mean, you've come a long way from you guys playing for Parry Hills here in Adelaide back in those days, and <laughs> now you're playing. Uh, what's it like playing against your, your own brother? Is it, is it weird, or you just focus on the game and it doesn't matter? Uh, it's not too bad. I think it would be a bit different if you know I was a striker and he was a defender, or, or vice versa, and you kind of you know matched up against them. Whereas um, you know in the Sydney Derby, it was only I think a couple of corners that we actually got within um, touching distance and then we obviously clashed heads at the end so that's probably why we're on the <laughs> opposite sides of the pitch but um, yeah I think it would be you know be really interesting or, or different if we were um, you know direct opponents and, and that would make it a lot more difficult but um, yeah I think uh, next we've still got two more derbies left um, so you know looking forward to them and I've got a little bit of a revenge after you know they obviously beat us in round three. Yeah, I'll bet. Do you still go back to all those days where it all started here in Adelaide, and and we follow your career to, as uh, Travis said, to Scotland and then to Asia, and now back in Australia. Do you still have fond memories of all those days? Yeah, you know, I, I love those days, and um, I think you know anyone that's that's been involved in um, you know local football is, is some of the best days. I remember you know playing with a couple of my best mates, um, Daniel Mullen, Matthew Mullen. Um, Alex Anowski, you know, we were all kind of at Parry Hills coming through the ranks and um, you know, we were lucky enough we had Robbie Detroit who just kind of thought we'd just chuck all these boys in at the same time and um, you, know, you know, we were really lucky when we started playing for the first team that um, you know, we had good senior pros around us that um, you know, helped us and you know, we were only 14, 15 playing first team so we did need a little bit of protection from the older ones and um yeah you know i have really fond memories of of being in that kind of environment and having the pressure of you know you have the, the barrel boys and people that uh you know love the club at Parry hills and, and wanted us to do well and um you know i've not been back in a little while but um every time i do go back it's great to see the, the f- familiar faces and um talk about the old times when you know i was a lot better than i probably am now <laughs> are you are you a gleason old scholar 
Yeah, yeah. Gleason what also, what yeah. is it about Gleeson? They uh, my actually my kids also went to Gleeson, but what is it about Gleeson that's produced some pretty good footballers? What what's the story there? It, I'm not too, I'm not too sure. I just um, yeah, I get asked that question a lot, obviously, because um, you know my best my two best mates are the the Mullen boys, and they've gone on to have you know really good careers. And Dylan and um, I have no idea. I don't know if it's you know from oh, ten years of playing background uh, back garden soccer with you know those kind of guys who are just getting better and better every week. Or um, you know we were really lucky. I kind of missed um, when they turned into. Like a soccer school, they made soccer a subject at Gleeson. I was a little bit afterwards, but um, you know they were really good with me and Matt Mullen in terms of. Um, I think they gave us a subject off, so we had some time within school to do our homework because most nights we were either at Sassy or Parra Hills. I think Maddie was training with our Legend United, so um, you know I can't speak highly enough of the school in terms of you know um, just relaxing the load as such and and allowing us to pursue a footballing career or a soccer career and. Um, juggling that with school, which is you know very difficult, especially when you're you know having to maybe travel um, an hour or so to a game. You need to be there a couple of hours before. You know, it doesn't leave much time for for schoolwork or homework. So you know the the school was really good with with all of us, and I think that you know it's just starts getting a reputation, and and players want to go there, and um, yeah, they've just produced a lot of players. There's a lot of players in the actual A League that have come from Gleeson, and it's good you know playing the different teams and catching up with them all. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, Dom, you said, what is it about Gleeson? It is, I think it's down to the coaches as well, because... Oh, here we go. There's a, there's <laughs> just, a former, just block your ears, Ryan. Here we go. For, for my, my lad, yeah, United my, players. My cousins there, and they said that the coach was never there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, and he was right, coach. too. Mate, it's about quality over quantity. No, you forgot quality most of the time. While, <laughs> quality while I was there, outstanding. There were now, many nights you forgot that you had to go to training. No, it was during school. Was football yeah, yeah, was a subject. Yeah, right. During school yeah, hours. Sure. It was brilliant. Now, Ryan... Uh, Coming back to Australia, settling down, you want to win trophies. Now, is does that mean that's it for any overseas ambition, or is that is that still on the cards? Uh, should something come up? Um, yeah, well, I think you know. Right now, I've got a two-year contract in Sydney, so you know, my immediate thought is just you know playing well for Sydney. Um, like you said, trying to win everything that we possibly can, and and then you know you never know what what could happen. I wouldn't rule out any moves overseas and. I might look a bit older, but I'm still only 30, so I think I've got a few more years left in my in my legs. But um, yeah, you know, while I'm in Australia, I'm really happy here at Sydney. I think it's a, a great place to play your football. But um, yeah, you know, I've been around the block long enough to know that sometimes it's out of your hands. If a, if a club wants you and um, you know, Sydney are willing to listen to a deal, then that's how football works. But you know, right now, I'm I'm really happy here and, and not looking to move um, for the next couple of years. Well, this weekend, uh, just uh, finally, uh, Ryan, uh, you do take on uh, Adelaide United, who haven't been travelling well of late. They've lost two on the trot. Uh, I'm sure that sometimes you can say beware of the wounded bull, but uh, you know, like on paper, you should win this game. But uh, how do you see this game? Obviously, be taking very uh, taking it uh, carefully that you might not slip and lose the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no point beating Melbourne City with ten men and then ruining it. You know, this week by losing to Adelaide. So. Um, you know, I was really, I've been really impressed with um, Adelaide this season. Um, you know, we played them in the first game, and it was, um, I think, a great game for the neutral. But in terms of the footballing aspect, you know, they're they're a very good team moving forward. They've got good players um, defensively. They're they're quite strong in, in terms of the way they want to play out. And um, you know, we've been doing already started our preparation for Adelaide, and um, we're under no illusions how difficult it's going to be. And 
especially with the league, you know, as tight as it is, we played um, Central Coast, I think, the week before Adelaide, and we only beat them 1-0, and you know, it was a really difficult game. So um, I wasn't too surprised when you know they then beat Adelaide the following week at home. So it's it's going to be a tough game, and um, you know, one that we're going to take very seriously, and um, one that I think I think Adelaide, you know, by the end of the season will will be in the finals and and will be dangerous once they you know get all their players back fit and, um, and get a string of results together. Well, let's hope so for the South Australians uh, side, at least. Uh, all right, Ryan, we'll let you go, mate. Thanks uh, for taking time to having a chat with us. Uh, no worries. Ha- have a good Thanks one this weekend much, and, and a happy new year to you, buddy. Thank you. Same to you guys. Cheers, Ryan. All the best, Thanks mate. Bye, mate. That's uh, Ryan McGowan, who, of course, nowadays is a defender at uh, Sydney FC. I uh, should have asked him if he ever think he might finish his career off here in Adelaide. His brother's played here, but not him. Is he hung up yet? Uh, is he still there? You there, Brian? No, I think Ryan's uh, already gone. gone. Yeah, gone. gone. But. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see if uh, if he ever does because a lot of them like to finish their career where they came from because he's never played. It's always for good. It's always good to be able to to represent your home state and yeah. uh, play in front of your friends and family every yeah. second week. Uh, and I'm sure it would be. Did you a enjoy huge doing job. that? Yeah, it's it's. Although you didn't have too many friends, but one of your family members would always be there. Oh, I loved it. All my friends loved it as well. No, like I said, you didn't have too many friends, but your family members were there. Well, you knew you knew that I had a lot of friends uh, <laughs> and family because I'd always hit you up for free tickets yeah, every yeah. home game. Yeah, that's how you made friends. All right, we're going to take a short break. You still have time if you want to have a bit of a chat to us. By the way, we're here through until around about six thirty here in uh, South Australia. Wherever you're listening, you can give us a call on our Milk Bar open line one three hundred seven three six seven three six, or you can text us on. No, 427-154-166. We still have these goodies to give away. If we don't give them away, Travis will take them home. And we're here for Flight Lovely. Centre South Australia, planning a holiday. Call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600 in Hyundai. Last chance to get Hyundai's irresistible seven-year warranty plus a $500 FPOS card. After the break, uh, Trav, we're going to have a chat about the W League. We'll be back right after this. Thinking about your next holiday? Book now and pay later with Flight Centre's interest-free holidays. It means there's no need to wait to take the trip of a lifetime or a quick break. Wherever you want to fly, cruise, tour or stay, you can now holiday sooner with 12 months interest-free when you book with Flight Centre before December 31. Talk to one of our travel experts today. Approved applicants only, fees, terms, conditions and minimum finance amount of $999 apply. Credit provided by FlexiCards Australia. Call 131 600. Best in the air and everywhere. Flight Centre. Can't wait for Christmas? Don't wait. Enjoy 12 cents per litre off fuel with Hyundai AutoLink. Christmas is a time for giving, which is why Hyundai is giving AutoLink drivers the chance to save money on fuel at Caltex. Just download the latest AutoLink app, search your nearest participating Caltex service station and use your coupon to enjoy 12 cents per litre off your fuel. It's our way of saying Merry Christmas from Hyundai. Offer ends January 12th. Terms, conditions and exclusions apply. See website for details. Aussie manufacturers are renowned for crafting some of the finest furniture in the world. Proudly offering a wide range of Australian-made customisable furniture, Berkowitz, an Australian furniture family for five generations, has just opened their first South Australian store at the Mile End Homemaker Centre, The Sofa Shop by Berkowitz. To celebrate, they are offering huge savings on authentically Australian-made furniture. Come and see Berkowitz at the Mile End Homemaker Centre and support Australian-made furniture. Your local bowls club is seeking competitive teams. You'll need your natural, whose sporting prowess is unmatched. Your technician to roll you in and out of the tightest spots. Your thinker to lead your game plan. Your enforcer to strike when needed. And Steve 
Uh, he can get the drinks. Local legends wanted. Search Bowls Club near me to join a team or start one. Things are heating up on the field for the W League's 11th season. Don't miss a minute of W League action at Martin Stadium. For a full listing of upcoming matches, head to w-league.com. For your chance to win Adelaide United W League tickets, listen to the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey Wednesdays from 5.30. It's all thanks to SA Power Networks, proudly empowering women's football in South Australia. sapowernetworks.com.au Hi Australia, it's Vaseem Akram. As an international cricket commentator, I'm all over the world all the time. That's why I downloaded the Western Union app so I can send money straight into my family bank accounts back at home. Faster than one of my reverse in-swingers. There's literally hundreds of thousands of locations around the world. So no matter where I am, I never come up short. Even from up here in the commentary box. How's that? Send money around the world with the Western Union app. Download it now from Google Play or the App Store. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And he Hyundai seven year warranty. Yes, sir, that's what we're here for. And you can call us on the Milk Bar open line 1300 736 736 or text us on 0427 154 166. It's the round ball with Dom and uh, Dodsey. And of course, uh, we're going to check in with the women's game. Of course, all thanks to. Uh, uh, the SA Power Networks, SA Power Networks, empowering women's football in South Australia. And, of course, they get behind the uh, Reds. And, well, even though uh, we mentioned the A-League, the uh, the men's team, uh, Trab, not doing real great. Well, unfortunately for the W-League team, they're not doing very good either. They're still at the bottom of the ladder. They did lose yesterday. You saw the game. Uh, I wasn't there. Uh, I wasn't there either. I know you weren't there, but uh, 2-0 against Sydney. So they've lost one by one goal every other game, but last night... Well, yesterday they lost by two. So what's going on with the women's team, Trav? Look, it's uh, it's not great. There's there's no two ways about it. Um, just the creating opportunities. Uh, look, you could say that in that first half, Adelaide United were hard done by. Uh, Again? Had a good opportunity to go up uh, early on in the, well, mid, midway through the first half. Um, one-on-one, uh, straight at the keeper. Should have definitely had a penalty, 100% penalty, uh, just before half time, uh, absolute f- stone waller of stone, a penalty. Stone waller. Um, no VAR. No VAR required. They don't have VAR. Maybe they should have VAR for that because it was hundred percent a penalty. Uh, and then you know, go in and concede two goals uh, in the second half. So it's it's just a frustrating thing. Second half, uh, Weber had two good one on one opportunities as well, and really should have scored both of them. Uh, but that's just, I guess, the story of where they're at is they can't, they just can't score enough goals. For what I've seen of Weber too, and I did call the first game they played against Sydney, who are the reigning champions too, I might add, and they lost, of course, yesterday again. That's all that's lacking in Weber's game. The American is scoring goals because she's got yeah. pace. She's a clever player, but she just can't seem to find the back of the net. Yeah, she was uh, Adelaide's best by far, uh, I thought, yesterday. Um, great work ethic. Uh, was getting the ball and taking players on every time. Uh, Chelsea Dorber, first game or second game back uh, from injury, uh, sort of ran out of gas towards the end of the second half, but uh, didn't get didn't get a lot of service. And you know, Ryan, uh, uh, Ivan Karlovic changed things up uh, with Charlotte Grana putting her as a winger. She has been playing as a right back. So you know, even Karlovic is, is trying different things to try and spark something from, from within that squad, but uh, just... I mean, 
if you're not scoring goals, you can't win games. Yeah. So it's as simple as that. That's the game. Now this week they do. It's a bottom of the table clash. They take on Perth Glory here Friday night at Marden. Kickoff is at seven thirty, and we've got tickets to give away. If you like to uh, uh, grab a couple of tickets, office by the way, our number. If you've forgotten it, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Now there's six games to go, Trav. Um, they play Perth this weekend. Hopefully they'll get a win. Um, what are they? As we speak, they're ten points away. Yeah, ten points away from the top four. Is it impossible for them to make the top four? Impo- is it impossible? Is it impossible? It's not impossible. Is a. I mean, it's possible. Probable? By, yeah. It's improbable based on the results that they've been getting. So you'd think that they would need a minimum. They need a minimum of uh, four wins out of six. Yep. That's. Uh, and that's going to be some run mm. to to bring them home. Uh, I mean, if they can do that, well then. Yeah, with that kind of form, you're, you're probably a shot at winning it. So, uh, one step at a time. They just need to win a game. If they don't, if they don't get a result this week, um, gone, yeah, gone, gone. But what do you do for the rest of the season? Like, you're, you're rebuilding for next, for next season, season, but it just seems to change so much. Uh, you know, I really think the club need to to go out and spend some money uh, on a big name striker. Uh, in terms of the W League, whether it's uh, a Matilda or, or whatnot, because you look at the other teams across the country and they're littered with Matilda players. Yeah. Whereas you know, Ivan's not that that fortunate to be blessed with uh, a number of Matildas in the squad. Well, they can turn their fortunes around. Their next three games are the two teams ahead of them, or three teams ahead of them. They've got uh, Perth Glory, then they've got Newcastle, and then they've got Melbourne Victory. That's their next three games. So they really need maximum points from those teams to have any chance of at least having a sniff of the top four. Well, you're right. Perth Perth haven't won a game either. Yeah. Uh, they've got one one draw. Um, at least they've they've got something. Newcastle uh, won to one. Show for it. Newcastle, yeah, well, that's right. So, <laughs> look, I mean, they're going to be there or thereabouts in the next two weeks. And clearly, if they don't get a result in these next two weeks, well, then they don't deserve to, yeah. to be there. If you're, if you're not able to beat the teams uh, around you, well then, you know, you, you really need to be looking at, looking hard at yourself. And, and I'm sure like for these players, the W league players, this is the pinnacle for them. So they need to, they need to make sure that they're, you know, doing the best that they can every training session to ensure that when they're coming out week in, week out, even though it is a, a shortened season that they are providing the best that they can for, for both club uh, and themselves. Well, you were there as an assistant to uh, Ivan there for a short time. Uh, what, like you got inside word, you can see what's happening inside. What is lacking at Adelaide United that other clubs, the most success, more successful clubs at least, have got that we haven't got here in Adelaide? Well, look, uh, Adelaide United certainly don't have the the number of Matildas that. Well, Adelaide United's got one with uh, uh, Emily Condon. Well, Willisie, she made the um, squad. Yes, the goalkeeper. yeah, Willisie, um She had a good game as well. Made some crucial saves. Good goalkeeper, uh, very Willisie. short, but she's a very good goalkeeper. Oh, she is. She is. Um, what's the difference? Uh, I think technically the the Matildas players that you've got, they're they're the next level above, uh, next level up. Um, play on a, a bigger level, I guess, when they get the opportunity to continually play in the Matildas on a national level. Uh, I think the one of the biggest problems is as well for Karlovich, I think it's a problem generically with the W League, because the seasons are so short, you just don't get enough time in pre-season to, to work on your tactics. Mm. And when you've continually got a lot of new players coming in each season, it's hard to get that continuity year after year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Adelaide United are fortunate. This is Ivan Karlovich's third year. Uh, but 
you just need the the players to to be able to you know continue to gel and they need to play more games to yeah. be honest they need to be playing all year round because the imports they the have um, was running out of time the imports they have at Adelaide United the W League you know they they've got quality i mean the, the, over the last couple of years they've got some good players there is it the local players that maybe need a bit more what do you think i think it is yeah the the local players yeah. the, look there's a gap there's no doubt about it they need to tactically and technically they they need to step it up but that's not just adelaide i think that's the that's women's football in general yeah. uh, we need to invest more time into coaches, into player development so that they're playing more games and becoming better players. All right. Well, that just about wraps it up for the round ball with Dom and Dodsey. Yeah, thanks for your company. Of course, we're normally here on a Wednesday night, but it is New Year's Day this Wednesday. You'll hear this program again on New Year's Day and hopefully we'll be back to normal next week. Thanks for your company. Uh, have yourselves a happy new year. Trav, enjoy. Happy new year, mate. Yep. See you next week. Take care.